Want to create a breakthrough gene therapy? Pioneer aerospace excellence? Start a global hospitality brand? Be next to do it in Montgomery County, Maryland. Visit bnext.thinkmoco.com to see how our top talent, diversity, and location will help you be the next company to change the world. Montgomery County, Maryland is where businesses go to be next. Home to a highly skilled, diverse workforce, a thriving business community, competitive incentives, and more. MoCo will help transform your business. Visit bnext.thinkmoco.com to see how we can help you be next. Hello everybody and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. Tonight I'd like to share an interview that I recorded recently which I think you'll all enjoy. I met up with a gentleman named Kane Miles and his partner Jacka and Kane shared with me a number of experiences he had in his life. Up until 1987 Kane had no interaction that he can recall with anything unexplained. All that changed on a visit to Lyme Park in Cheshire and he went with his family members. Kane and his entire family saw a UFO. And after this event unfolded, Kane went on to experience a lot of interactions with UFOs and light beings. Kane takes us through those experiences that culminated with a crash that happened in Buxton, where a strange set of circumstances were set into play. Kane and Jackie escaped certain death when they crashed into the river. The couple were driving on Cowdale Corner and as the car crashed, it went into the riverbank and Jackie and Kane had to be pulled from the water. As Jackie was sat on the bank, she remembers a man standing at her side. Yet as it turns out, no other bystanders recall him. Kane explains these events in more detail and he also kindly allowed me to share some of the images that he's been able to capture over the years. I will endeavour to place them in the correct order during the interview where possible. I will be recording further interviews with Kane over the next few months as we visit his experiences in more depth. If you wish to view the images yourself, I have added a link to Kane's YouTube channel and also to the BBR website where I've included them into a written account of Kane and Jackie's experiences. We pick up the interview now where Kane explains to me what happened in 1987 on a visit to Lime Park? So in 1987, it was about uh, probably October time, we decided to go to Lime Park with the kids. And it was um, it was quite cold actually, I don't mm. know why he really even went there. And we got up there and it got later on in the afternoon. And it was starting to go dark, so we were going to head off because we didn't want to get locked in the park. Mm. And one of the children said, uh, Daddy said, um, about the stars moving. And we just looked up and it was just like upstanding yellow star there, mm -hmm. amongst all the others. And it was coming down very slow. Right. And the cloud, it was broken cloud. It was a clear sky, but there was the odd broken cloud. And so we just looked at this thing and it just kind of came slowly drifting down. I was thinking it's probably a helicopter or a plane. Oh, yeah. 
and I'm looking for the green and the red flashing lights. No green and red flashes allowed. I'm trying to listen to see if it's a jet. There's no sound. And as it came down, and it's like dropping down, I would say it's probably about 500 feet, which is not very high. No. And this, this star went like this. And lit the, the side of this thing up. It was a spot lamp. There's, what we thought was a star was a spot lamp at the right. back end of this craft. And we all looked at this thing and it was going very, very slow, drifting above us like this. And as it came over, we were all saying to ourselves, what, what, what the hell's inside there? What you know, what, what is inside there? Because there was no engine, no noise, no, noise, no distinguished symbols or anything. It was just a dark, eerie shadow in the shape of you, the yeah, UFO. It wasn't, excuse me, it wasn't like your uh, close encounters of the third kind. It was nothing like that. Mm. And it came over our heads and went off towards Manchester very slowly. And I remember looking across as, because you see the lights in mm. Manchester and this thing was just, this dark shadow thing was just going that way. And we're all saying to the old saying, Dad, what the hell's that? I said, oh, I, don't, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Don't know. So we all went home, and uh, a couple of nights later, and in those days I used to smoke, decided to go and have a cigarette in the back garden, it had gone dark. And um, I just happened to look up, and, and there was a metallic ball, probably that big, mm -hmm. size of a golf ball, or probably a bit bigger cricket ball. And it was hovering uh, where this gutter was of the neighbour's house. And I thought, I, I thought somebody was playing a trick on yeah. me. Are you with me? No, I get you. So yeah. this thing, this ball started coming down slowly towards where I was, came over the fence. And we'd lost some kittens the day before and I had to, had to bury them in the back. And it, and it was hovering up at the hedges and it was almost as if it was inspecting the back garden. I was just going to say, a definite flight. It was, it was, it was, I thought it was somebody with a laser. Right. You know what I mean, and it was, but it was definitely a metallic ball, and it was going in and out of the bushes and thing, and then it stopped to where the kittens were, which was about thirty yards down the bottom, and it was just hovering above where the where the where the kittens were buried, and then boom, gone, gone. So then I thought to myself, this is strange, yeah. you know. And I'm, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to talk to people about it and like, you know, don't, yeah, nobody's really So at the weekend, we went down into Stockport and some, something in my head said, just, just go into W.A. Smith's, there's something in there that you need to see. And as I walked in, a book fell off the, off the shelves. Off the shelves. And it was a UFO book. And it was about some guy in, in the States who had, who had written a book and had all these sightings. So I read the book. The guy was traumatised. Was it Travis Walton by any I've got the book over there if right. you want to see it afterwards. It was a guy called Ed Walters. Right. 
and it's a gulf breeze sightings uh -huh. in, in florida down in the gulf of mexico and uh, he was traumatized by his events and it was a very interesting read i totally believed the guy and the and the images in the photographs were graphic you know they were really good however i didn't see anything then no. until fast forward to 2000 and was it 2009 we talked about? I think so, yeah, I think it was. But in the interim, that interim period between 1987 and 2009, I went through the fires of hell. Right. Because I felt like something, I was hearing these voices, I was getting precursory voices. You're seeing things. I was seeing things. And I was going to the doctors and they're giving me these tricylic drugs to give me this, that and the other. And they said, well, you know, and there's, there's a stigma attached yes. to it. Yeah, I was going to say that. Because if you're, if you're, if you're a contactee, there's something wrong with you, you know. Yeah, that's, that's not, the stigma. Why? Not, Why? You're not you normal. Then? Yeah. Because nobody wants to believe it's there. Some people do, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people are fear managed. Fear managed. Yeah. So... I decided that I was going to, uh, and I'd forgotten about, to be fair, I'd forgotten about UFOs for that period because I was too busy trying to get my health in order. And I'd met Jackie in 2002 and I had no reason to think about UFOs and stuff like that, it had gone. Mm -hmm. And I bought a camcorder and I was uh, messing with his camcorder at work and I happened to see Leftovers or Ch -ch 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 the DMV Number 97. or Ch -ch 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 house cleaning or Ch -ch 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 -chumba. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers or Ch -ch 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 the DMV Number 97. or Ch -ch -ch house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This, uh, what I thought was helicopter, so I thought I'm going to try this camera call and see how it goes. Yes, see how it goes. So I zoomed into this thing thinking it was a helicopter. So, and it was drifting over towards Manchester. And this was the picture I saw. Hmm. You can see it right there. Yeah, and that, that's the camera lens there. But that picture there, and when a UFO's flying slow normally, they don't 
generally go straight like that, tipped, tilted. Right, which like is that. exactly what that yeah. is like. Yeah. They're like this, for some reason. So if you ever see something that's going that way, mm -hmm. with the dark shadow in the middle, it'll be a plane. Right. A UFO is always... In a different trajectory. It's always on the tilt. Mm. So I came back home and... Uh, oh, by the way, when I rang up the TV people, I said... Uh, Hang up Granada reports and said, by the way, there's UFO hovering over your studios. And I said, yeah, right, send us an email. You know, so uh, they poo-pooed it off. And um, so that was the second one I saw. And I was excited by this time. Yeah. I got a guy to build me a website. Uh, he built me a website called www.xmiles.co.uk, which is no longer running. And that was what's posted on there. Mm. There's a video on YouTube that you can actually see that. It's oh, I'll add the link in add the link, and you, yes, can, you, you can view it for yourself. I'm not saying that that is a UFO. It is a definite anomaly, though. It it's is an anomaly. anomaly, yeah. It is it's definitely an unidentified because because yeah. in my eyes, I know what I I know what I think it is. And I definitely think that is a UFO, 100%. I would agree with you. It doesn't look like a bird, it's not a plane, it's not a hang glider, yeah. it's not anything. You could mistake it. So then we go to... to th that, that. So the second one is the same time as the uh, 2009 sighting, which is this one. Mm -hmm. I know it's fading, it's terrible. If you can see the actual film yeah, you can. on YouTube, of the now this was a time when there was no drones about people yeah. hadn't invented yeah. drones before that yeah. so it can't have been the drone in my eyes and i saw that that was beautiful that was the most beautiful ufo i've ever seen in my life it was literally stunning piece of you never seen it. and the vibration from it was just wonderful I wish so, I could see through your eyes now so that I could see what it yeah, looked like. It, it was white, it was it was white, white body and on the top it had a dark dome yeah. there and it had black pyramid shapes mm. at the front and one at the back. Yeah, I can see it. And then underneath there was two more black domes there. And it was stunning. Now, the thing was with this, an interesting story about this, because I said to Jackie, I need to take my camcorder with me because I'm going to see something. Right. And she said, well, how do you know you're going to see something? I said, I just know I'm going to see something. And there was a car show on in Buxton. So we went to the Pavilion Gardens and we're walking around all this thing. And I'm thinking, I'm oh, sure I'm going to see something. And I looked up and I saw that. And I had my camcorder with me on record right and boom, I got it. Now the thing was, I wish I hadn't filmed it because I would have really preferred to take more of the detail in. I get you, yeah. yeah. But there was no engine, there was no power no, source. No, it again. And it was, and it went into this cloud and it was a broken cloud and it never came out. It never came out. I watched that cloud for a good half hour and it never came out. It didn't come out the other side. It was hiding in that cloud. And I thought, wow, well, something else. Yeah. So just to rewind, um, so from the sightings that I've had from then on, I've been incredible. Yeah. 
Now I haven't got photographic evidence of the next one I'm going to tell you, but mm -hmm. I have got the film yeah, in the kitchen, but I haven't got the camcorder mm. uh, to play the film, but I have got the film as proof. Yeah, I get you. Now this story is, is like off the scale because you either believe it or you don't believe it. But I used to work um, in Stockport and I used to work on a Sunday and this particular, the night before, I decided to leave my mobile phone at work on charge. So there's nobody could go in that shop. It was locked up. It was under the desk. And my phone was in there under lock and key on charge. So I left my house at 10 o'clock. I'm driving to work. I got to work at quarter to 11. And as I'm unlocking the door, I felt like something was watching me. Mm -hmm. So I looked behind me and there was three UFOs in a line in the sky. Metallic, the usual shape, but these were like morphing in and out. Mm -hmm. They were morphing in and out. One minute they were there, next minute they are gone. So, what, camcorder, and the camcorder was on the desk. So when I got the camcorder and I filmed them mm -hmm. for a good 10 minutes, and as I'm thinking, I said, these, these guys have said I've got some technology. You know, I said, they, yeah. they, they, they're kind of teasing me. I said, just stay there and let me get a clear full <laughs> shot and stop morphing in and out all the time. <laughs> and uh, then three, three ducks flew past in this, you know, to give it a certain amount of proof. So they eventually went and I, got, I went to my phone, which was under the desk. And I turned my phone on. And a picture came up in the phone and it was the inside of a UFO. And I looked at the time when the picture was taken mm. and it was taken at 10 past 10 so you're in the on car? Sunday morning. Yeah. I'm in the car driving to work and I'm like freaking out. I thought, how's my phone got from my <laughs> office into that thing and then back yeah, again? Exactly that. So. And I've already seen the uh, the metal uh, the metalwork of a UFO, mm -hmm. and I do know that they put there's some kind of way that they can get crystals into the yes. metalwork. Yeah. So there was there was when you zoom into it, you could see the crystals in the frame of the metalwork, and there's just a huge light source, like like white you've never seen. Mm -hmm. It was it was blindingly white. You know, you can look at the sun and it's a different kind yeah. of light. Yeah. This is dense. And and then there was a picture of this side of this craft with the metalwork. And that was it. There's no switches or gadgets. There was just this light source and this frame. And that was it. And then I thought to myself, well, how how's how? that happened? Yeah, yeah, how? Yeah. So that's that's what happened. And then... A couple of weeks ago, we were in Wales and we seemed to see things in Wales for some reason. And we were on the beach, Jackie and I, and we've got the photograph of that. Uh, on this, this, have we shown you the light beams? You, you've much? shown me, but you haven't shown the people. Right. So. Prepare yourselves. <laughs> So we were on the beach in Wales. 
Slacker Beach. Mm -hmm. And we took these photographs of the beach. Now, that being, you can't see it in detail on there, but that being on its head is like two stalks with eyes on the end. Right. Mm -hmm. Right, there's no face, no mouth. Just there's a head shape and it's got two and its eyes are on the end of those. Right. But it's human shape. Now the thing is with this picture, when people have said to me, Oh well that's just a reflection of the sun. If you notice on the picture, his leg is a stride yeah, of the fence. It is. Of the of the rail. And there's about a three foot gap there. So he must have been stood astride. Right, yeah, he's, he's a stride, he's a stride of the, the break there. Mm -hmm. So he's a stride of that, yeah. of that, with one leg over. And the energy that was coming from that was phenomenal. It was like buzzing, you know. Yeah. How, did you, how did you feel? Did it make you feel? I felt euphoric. Mm. I felt absolutely euphoric. Not afraid at all. So no fear, no. It was almost as if I'd seen an angel. Yeah, I think maybe you did. Yeah, and it was incredible. So a few weeks that later. That is absolutely astounding. I've got to say, I've been in this business for 40 years and I've never seen a photograph that clear at any point. And I've seen mm. millions, millions of them. It is so clear, you can see his head, mm. you can see the shoulders. And you can see that he's, he is actually astride that fence, isn't he? And on, on the actual film, there's a blue, can you see the blue yeah, light? Yeah, I can, yeah. He was radiating this blue light. So we went back, Jackie and I, when we came home from, from our trip to Wales, we came, we went back to, uh, to, to Lacker to try and... Um, yeah, to try and replicate it, yeah, to, see to, was, see to see if it was a reflection see, or... Yeah, exactly, yeah. So it's a horrible day. By the time we got there, we're going, oh, God, it's... it's... It puts it into perspective, though. Yeah, like so that, this yeah. is... That was me and my new Amorite looking like a... <laughs> an Eskimo. <laughs> so we went back, and Jackie, Jackie's just to the, to the right of me. Uh... And I was trying to get a picture of me and the lighthouse yeah. to get some kind of scale going on. And Jackie said, there's something hovering over the sea. Now, I, I didn't see what Jackie saw, but you described it as a, was it a square box. There's a square box. And she said, do you know when you see these things where you scan your phone and you have to put an yeah. app? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's his eye. It was before those days. Yeah. It wasn't until I saw those things years yeah. later, yeah. I thought, my God, that looks like what I saw in the sky. For want yeah. of, you know, for want of a better word, it was like a metallic microwave, but it was, it was literally yeah. hovering over the sea. And it was fairly high up because you can see, I don't know if mm -hmm. the audience can see in the detail, but I took these pictures and then it just went, it fired this energy out. Mm -hmm. right across the sea and sh shot down its own a tube its own tube yep. you, now, can, you can actually see the line on there yeah, yeah, I'll blow it up yeah. for people so they can see it yeah. better but you can actually see the energy line on the bottom two yeah, photographs yeah. and it's not there in the yeah. top two at no, all no because Jackie was telling me that it was over the sea at this point mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and uh, it was incredible so that, that turned up turned up in Wales. And um, 
But like I say, I didn't, I, I found euphoric again. Yeah. I mean, if it landed, I would happily walk up to it and, and not feel any fear from it no. at all. It's almost yeah. as if it's like a family now. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. Are you with me? Yeah, you uh, recognise the energy. Yeah, yeah. I'm not afraid of it one iota. Um, and then I told you about, this was, um, this was a fleet mm -hmm. here. And it was yeah. almost, and these were spinning. You can see them there, yeah. It was spinning in a, in a circle. And I, I was wondering whether or not this was going to be some kind of wormhole that was going mm -hmm. to open up. And I managed to get two shots in there of that. But that was incredible to see that and catch, mm. catch that on film. Yeah. So I'm just moving on a bit to where we were at the back of the house. So there again, this is at the back of the shop and it's a similar thing. We've got like a Catherine wheel of energy going yeah. on. And I got them both twice there and they were quite fantastic to see. So you were going in a circular yeah, motion? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've heard that so And many there was times. one in the middle that shot through it. And and that was like a Catherine wheel. Mm. It just reminds me very much of, of what my husband talks about when he talks about the light that he saw. Mm. Very similar. It was the whitest white that we mm. couldn't describe. And mm. it was just hanging above them when they mm. came to. Mm. And it had a peculiar movement. Mark can do it. I can never get it right. Um, and then it just shot off. So what you're seeing heading to Manchester is heading our way. Mm. And then we kind of picked it up between there, shooting off to Winter Hill, which is made of granite and quartz. Mm. So I think that might have something to do with it. So then we come on to this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is a completely different story in itself, <laughs> which I think we'll pick up <laughs> so next time we have a meeting, uh, yeah, Deborah. definitely. Because... Um, that is a whole story in itself. This is a whole story in itself, but we can give the listeners and... Uh, mm a chance to look forward to something because the story that comes after this is absolutely mind-blowing. Mm. Uh, is that I, the one when you were in the car? No, I'm going to get on to that one yeah. now. So because that's mind-blowing. I don't know what he means when he's saying to me it's mind-blowing. I'm thinking, right, which one? Yeah. So <laughs> this this is the... Uh, the end, the wreck of the car. This is the wreck of the car. So I'll just fast forward here, guys, and I had a dream on a Thursday night that I was uh, in a car crash. And in the dream, my left leg was trapped under the bulkhead of the car. And it was a really vivid dream. It was on a Thursday. And on the Friday, I said to Jackie, I said, you know what? I said, this was 2003 in December. Mm -hmm. And it'll be, it's actually two weeks off since we've yeah, our anniversary to the 2003 in December. And um, we decided, uh, as Jackie said to me, so I said, look, this dream is so vivid. I need to go and see a psychic or something. Yeah. I need to get some kind of confirmation that this is just a yeah, dream. Validation. A validation. I couldn't find anybody. So... On the Sunday, Jackie said, look, I, I, I really like to go for a drive because you know, I don't want to be stuck in the house. It, it was a winter's day. The roads were icy. Shouldn't have gone out really, it's stupid. But we went out, we went up to Castleton and um, 
And then we got to Cass and there's not much going on there. So she said, let's make a trip to Batewell. Yeah. So we went to Buxton and we're going down through the forest there. And um, we got to a place called Cowdale Corner. Now, two days before some people had been killed there, there'd been a road accident and gone through the wall and drowned in the river. And as we approached the bend, probably doing about 45 miles an hour. And I think at the time there was, it's been reduced now to about 30 miles an hour, but I think the speed limit was higher than that at the time. So, but from memory, it's a long time ago, but the car went into a skid. Right. And from no reason, as it drifted, we hit what, a dry spot and the wheel spun so quickly that it literally put my fist right through the window. Right. That hand there was smashed in the rings there. Mm. So it was yeah, driving. I can, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we slid and hit the corner of this broken wall where these people were. So the car came down sideways and it just, the wall just went boom and it came in mm. 18 inches into the car. So I was sat in this wreckage. I was sat in that wreckage there. And the car spun into the river and the two front wheels landed on the bank. Now I knew I'd hurt myself. Mm. I didn't realise to what extent I hurt myself, but I got a double fractured pelvis, fractured spine, smashed on my hand on this was Katie glass. Mm. And in the dream, my left leg was trapped under the bulkhead yeah. where it was in the dream. And I was thinking, this isn't good, you know. So we were in the water and it was freezing. And it went from chaos to quietness in seconds. So I'm sat in this car with water up to my waist mm -hmm. and it was quite deep. And all these lady soldiers appeared from out of the woods, from nowhere. And it was going dark from nowhere. Loads of them jumped into the water. I mean, they, these people are absolutely heroes of territorial army soldiers, women. On manoeuvres, this woman jumped into the water, grabbed Jackie, pulled her out of the car, got her on the bank, and next thing I hear a helicopter, mm. then we hear a fire engine, then the police came. Within seconds. As I said, that's really quick, isn't within it? Within seconds. And the uh, they had this machine and they you know they put a board on your back yes. to strap you up. These huge hydraulic cutters cut the roof off the car. And I could hear this helicopter. I mean, I was thinking, I don't really want to go 60 feet up on a cradle. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I was yeah. in agony. So I'm all morphine up in everything. And Jackie's sat in the bank talking to this guy who, for want of a better word, looked like a priest. Right. And I looked across at her and then she's on her own. Gone. So we got back to hospital the following day, a policeman came in and he said to me, he said, the strangest things happened. Um, he said, your crash happened at quarter past two. He said, and we received a 999 call from two miles away, from a mass two miles away at two o'clock. So before it didn't happen. And the, the bus driver had seen a guy on his mobile make a 999 call at two o'clock, 15 minutes before the car hit the wall. Mm. Um, 
that was the day I decided I need to start protecting myself. <laughs> I've got to stop. Yeah. You know. I um, think you were protected that day, though, yeah. weren't you? You know. Yeah, and the thing is, that when when I was due to go and when I went into the A and E, they said you're going to have to have your pelvis pinned because uh, it's split in two places, top to bottom. I said, I said. No way I'm having my, you know, I said, I'm, I'm not having it done. And I'm this little voice who said, don't have it done. And now, if I'd have had it done, I wouldn't have been able to have radiotherapy. Right. So you're clearly being looked after. So, so there was an angel around there. Mm. Yeah, there definitely was. When yeah. you look at this, this, this crash, mm. I mean, I'll take a photograph of it so you can see it clearly. That car is smashed to smithereens. And I know you've come out with injuries, but you've both walked away from yeah. that, which yeah. is miraculous, it isn't it? It doesn't end there, Deborah, because no. Jackie decided. Nothing ends there. Jackie decided this could happen again, so she got uh, a company car mm. through a business. I said, well, that's a German car. I said, let's stick with German because, you know. If it hadn't have been a BMW, I think we'd have been... We'd have been in history, you know. Yeah. So we've got this beautiful, Jackie got this beautiful Mercedes C-Class, black one. 18 months after this crash, 2005, August, we decided to go to Bakewell. On a Monday, on a lovely summer's day. Going down the road, we got onto the same road. From nowhere came a van doing about 70 to 80 miles an hour in our lane. Oh, God. He hit us head on. The car exploded. The dashboard, I've never seen a dashboard in a crash crumple. But this had a, this had an aluminium, uh, like yeah. a, you know, a fancy dancy aluminium dashboard. And it disintegrated in front of our eyes. And Jackie had her seat slightly reclined with a, with a safety harness under her, her tummy. And she kind of went forward on the impact. And all the doors locked up. The engine yeah. dropped into the road. And this guy's car, in, and he, the guy who was, in the, who was driving the car had no seats in it. He's in a van. A Ford, a Ford, uh, what do you call them? What a proper transit, it was Connect, a Ford Connect van, and he went under the dashboard. Oh my goodness. And this poor soul was like, and the, the horns were going off. Then there was a fuel leak. Oh my god. Uh, the destination? Uh, and it hit our car. So we were hanging over. We were hanging over. hanging it, over it was, where the river is, where oh. all that time before we've been trapped. Couldn't get out because all the doors had locked up through leaking fuel. Jackie was in absolute agony. I was hurt. I got laceration of glass in my arm, which had to be picked out. So that's where it ends there, really. It's, mm. uh, it's definitely, definitely somebody was trying to say to us miracles do happen and angels do exist. And don't go to uh, Bay Don't go to Bay uh, And that's where maybe you'd like to pick it up next time. Yeah, we've got all, we another story about the angels. I, when I was eight, um, we lived in, uh, oh, probably the first time I was about five or six, 
and we lived in Salford and when you're a kid you have the ki little kids slides and you have the big mm. teenager slides mm. and this was huge this slide and I for some reason was just naughty as a child I didn't want to go down the slide so I stepped out onto the edge and I fell right down and mm. smashed all the back of my head in broke my nose um, and mum took me to the hospital and I was absolutely fine absolutely yeah. fine um, happened again when I was about seven or eight. I was sat on a wall next to, um, if anybody knows Soulful Precinct, you know where I mean. There's a big roundabout. And it's it's mm. very, very busy with cars, very busy. Mm -hmm. And I'm messing about on the wall and I fell backwards and smashed my head on the road oh. again. Oh, Not okay. a car yeah. came past. Not a car. Really? I actually got up and walked home. Oh my God. Honest to God. And then it happened when I was... I think I was, it was 2006, um, mm. me and Mark had just got together then, and there was nothing that I could have hurt myself on in that garden, really? absolutely nothing, and down I went, I shattered this leg, this arm, okay. there was a piece of rebar sticking out the ground, so I had to throw myself because it was going to go right into my head, yeah. I was out there about an hour and a half on my own, um, shouting for help and nobody came, um, I had a look down, I knew there was something wrong with my arm, but I didn't look down at my body. I had no pain. There was no pain there or anything. Mm. Um, and I don't really remember much. I remember Mark finding me and the dog, my arm had snapped like this. So oh, this yeah, hand right. was that way. Oh, and I was able oh. to lie it on the dog, which I know sounds absolutely awful, doesn't it? That accident was the best thing that ever happened to me. Wow. Because before that, I was very materialistic, mm. very money-driven. Work, 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 work. That's all I ever did. Mm. And when I was off, I was telling the kids I was tired because I'd worked all week. Mm. When I had that accident, it put everything into perspective to me. They came into the ward on day two, mm. didn't they, and said, like, you're never going to walk again. I'm telling you now, mm. you are never going to mm. walk again. So they actually sent a psychiatrist in to speak to me. And she said, it's quite normal. Depression is going to hit really badly because you're not going to walk again. Oh, I was determined. Yeah. I was determined. And then I was in a wheelchair for a long time, wasn't I? And I just, I'd concentrate on getting my toes to move, just getting them to move. And then I was able to do that. And then it was, and eventually I'm up and about on a stick now. But I think somebody saved me mm. that day. Same I, I really do believe that something oh saved me, you know? Yeah. Um, I you know yourself, it's so hard to explain. I always find it hard to explain things. There's not many you people being, know within yeah. yourself what to have gone through what you've gone through and to be saved like that. So mm. many other it's people, incredible. yeah, you mm. could have been swept away in the the water. The fact that the ladies were there, the soldiers, yeah. just, yeah. Incredible. where did they come from? Yeah, that? exactly. That was incredible. Big thank you to them, by the way. Yes. <laughs> watching, yeah. 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 The massive women, yeah. they dragged women me out and I didn't want to get out, but they dragged me out. Did you, just, did you see the man sat next to you? The man was stood next to me the whole time. He mm. just appeared. I never even thought about him. He was just a, a man in black, very ordinary. There was a number of other couples that pulled up, you know, and came over, and they were talking to me, and I never thought anything of it. It wasn't until six months later when we went, we went to thank the fire yeah. service, the police, yeah. and tried to get all the people that were on the bank that I remember on the right hand side. Nobody remembers the man on on the left hand side. In fact, all the they said was there wasn't anybody there. There wasn't anybody on the other side of you. Well, there was. The policeman, thought, well, the policeman said to me in the hospital, 
Um, the, the curious thing about it as well was when, because I was, I had to have one of these yeah. things, and the foot was up there, and I'm looking down, and there's a piece of my leg missing exactly where the dream was. There's a big wound in my leg, and it was exactly in the dream. And the policeman said, all the years I've been doing these, this job, I've never known anything like this. He said, but we've got witnesses. He said, how could he have known 15 minutes before? He said, because if you'd have been in that river any longer, you could have died. You couldn't, there wasn't a signal where we were. There wasn't an, a, a mobile signal yeah. available. So wherever he was, mm. he was in a signal area. Mm. Lots so. of things combined that day to keep you both safe, didn't it? Mm. And we will be back and we'll give them a, a round two, won't we? We'll pick this mm. up and we'll yeah. share some more. More to come. Yeah. Thank you so to Thank everybody you that's yeah. watching. You're welcome. Uh, as Mark turns us off. Bye-bye. Bye. I really enjoyed chatting with Kane and Jacket. It was a lovely afternoon and I can't wait to repeat it. The man on the bank absolutely amazes me and the fact that somebody actually phoned in the 999 call 10 minutes before the accident. But I am sure there are many of you out there who have similar or stranger stories to tell. I will be back with Kane and he will go into his experiences more in depth. I have some amazing interviews coming up for you over the next few weeks I think you're going to enjoy. So for now, good night everyone. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.